Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Haug, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman, Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables, and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training nutrition and personal development i'm on a mission to help you improve your body achieve your goals live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential so let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along let's do it hey guys welcome back to another episode today we are talking all about habit change so this is such a cool topic for me to help people with i absolutely love showing you ways that you can really make habits stick because really when we are consistent that's how we're able to create some really massive shifts in our year and create the life that we're really going after so when it comes to creating a change in habit i'm going to give you guys my top tips today that can really help you make habit change a little easier than maybe the ways that you've went about it in the past. So let's get into it. Number one is the self-awareness surrounding habits. This is a big, big piece of the puzzle. Knowing yourself makes a big difference when it comes to making habits stick. So for example, you may think like, hey, I want to be the person who gets up at 5 a.m. and I want to crush my workout in the morning. Self-awareness may make you realize that that just does not make any sense based on the person that you are. Maybe you want to shift these things in your life to become something that really isn't who you are versus, hey, this is who I am. This is how I operate. This is how I optimize. And then making your habits fit within that, right? I think sometimes we're working against our natural tendencies. And for that reason, it can be really tough to be consistent with habits. So the things we want to think about when it comes to the self-awareness piece is what times a day make the most sense for the habits that you want to put into place, right? So perhaps you're trying to be the person who works out early in the morning, but you keep on pressing the snooze button. It just does not feel right. And maybe you are just never going to be a morning exerciser and that is totally fucking okay. So I think we need to find a different time when you know that you operate better, that you know that it is a more optimal time for you throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month that is working with you as a person versus working against you. So some of the other things like Knowing yourself is also when it comes to getting something done. Are you a marathoner or are you a sprinter? Are you somebody who like is going to extend a project or extend a habit amongst a long period of time? Or are you more the like rabbit out of the gate and you're, you're more like sprint to the finish? Maybe you're somebody, you know, you just naturally procrastinate and that is you and that's fine, right? So sometimes the habits that we're trying to put into place, can we... Set them up based on your personality and the things that you already do. Are you somebody who underbuys or are you somebody who overbuys when it comes to like spending habits? Maybe your habit is is budgeting and your natural tendency is to be an underbuyer or your natural tendency is to be an overbuyer. And knowing ourselves and the way that we're going about doing things allows that we set up the habits to make sense with us as a person. 
So the two things that I think matter the most with habits is time management. And then really like when it comes to the time management component, can you align your habits with the things that you're already going to naturally be doing and that are almost automatic for you right now? So that is the first piece of the puzzle. Self-awareness is key before we even get into how we can shift things in our life. Next thing that I like to talk about is really what are the four pillars that are going to ensure that the foundation surrounding your habit change is going to make sense, okay? So the four real big pillars are monitoring the habit, right? So monitoring is like, can you track how many days in a row you did the habit so that you're creating that succession of being really consistent, right? So you need to monitor the thing that you're trying to change. So maybe you want to make sure that you're in your pajamas every night at 10 p.m. or maybe you want to make sure that you're reading 30 pages a day or whatever, but you need some sort of tool that's tracking and monitoring that particular thing so that you can gauge, am I actually being consistent with this particular habit? So having a system in place that's like, hey, I can see that I'm being consistent. That's one of the big pillars in the foundation of habit change. Number two is really setting the stage so that habit change can happen. So that comes in the form of maybe decluttering the house. Maybe it comes in the form of rearranging something within your schedule so that it makes sense. So the foundation is, can you set the stage so that the habit change can happen very easily? Another way to do it is like, maybe you're going to put your shoes and your gym bag in a particular place. So you've set the stage or set the foundation for the habit to take place, right? So maybe you want to drink water first thing in the morning. How can you set the stage to ensure that the habit is is happening? So certain things may need to be in place to create the foundation for that habit to actually take into fruition. So foundation is super important. Next thing is scheduling. Um, If it's on the calendar, most of the time it happens. So using a system for you that is scheduling that time is really going to help with the habit chain. So where do you need to put that thing on your calendar to make sure that it happens? Is it gonna go in a Google calendar? Is it gonna go in the calendar on your fridge? Where are you going to put that particular thing so that it's scheduled and becomes that appointment, like the doctor's appointment or dropping the kids off or whatever that is? Where do you need to really look at scheduling it so that habit is no longer optional, but it's mandatory? And then number four is the accountability, right? So there's lots of ways that we can bring accountability into habit change, but it's really reaching out to the people within our network that may be able to be accountability partners. So maybe you're going to tell a friend about the thing that you're doing when it comes to changing your habits. Maybe you're going to tell your partner, maybe you're going to get your kids um, in on it, but who can you bring into this habit change so that when you slip up or perhaps are in a position of not being consistent with the habit, there's somebody that you're either going to disappoint, you're either going to let them down, or they're just going to remind you of that habit. So having that within the pillar of um, changing your habits is super duper important. So once again, those pillars are monitoring, finding a system to monitor the consistency of the habit, setting the stage and building the foundation is number two. Number three is having some way to schedule so that it's on the calendar and making sure that it is that non-negotiable appointment within your life. And then number four, the accountability, because you know that somebody's watching, there's somebody you're going to let down, there's somebody that you're going to disappoint, and that's important. So 
We've got our self-awareness. We've got the pillars that are going to ensure that habit change is going to happen because of the things that we have in place. Now let's talk about some easy ways that we can actually do the implementation of the habit. Okay, number one, we want to make it so convenient, right? You want to make it easy to do right and hard to go wrong on the habit that you're trying to change. So let's say, for example, it's exercising and going to the gym consistently. How can you make that like non-negotiable because it is so convenient, it's so easy, it's not inconvenient to put it into your day. So we really want to make sure that we've set that up so that the habit that we're trying to implement is super easy and convenient. So that again goes back to that foundation component. Sometimes we need to get the things out ahead of time. We need to have the little post-it notes somewhere that remind us to do things correctly. Maybe we need to reorganize the fridge so that healthy foods are in a really easy, convenient arm's reach. Maybe we need to do some meal prep ahead of time so that those meals are easy, convenient, ready to rock, ready to go. But that can be a really fantastic tool to make it very convenient. So you want to think about on the days that are crazy busy and wild, how can I make it super easy and consistent for this habit to happen either way? So maybe with the getting into the PJs by 10 p.m., how can you make that something that's super easy and convenient to do? Okay, get your PJs out, ready to rock and roll. Set a reminder on your, on your phone that's like, hey, time to go to bed right now. But make it so easy and convenient for yourself that you're not having to fight a bunch of obstacles trying to make the habit happen. So think about how can you make this super easy, super convenient, so that you're able to be consistent with it, okay? So alongside with that is inconvenience, right? So sometimes inconvenience can actually work to our benefit. So some things, maybe there's things that you don't want to do. Maybe there's things that you want to make sure that you don't want to be doing throughout the year. So what we do with the inconvenience is can we make the habits that we want to break or drop, can we make those super inconvenient for ourselves? So for example, not having certain foods in the house because then you're gonna have to drive out to the store and that's going to be an inconvenience that requires time. So we wanna think about, okay, maybe these are things that I wanna drop from my life or decrease within my life and how can I make that really inconvenient for myself so that I'm not picking up that habit or continuing with that habit that I'm hoping to drop. Next one, planning to fail. When it comes to habit change, we have to pretty much assume that in situations, we are going to slip up, we are going to fail, but we can use that as a tool of, hey, this is my game plan to ensure that this habit remains consistent. So I know for a lot of people, traveling and eating on the go, being at restaurants, being in social settings, that can sometimes be a setting that tends to derail you. So coming up with your habit change, what is the plan? What is it that I am going to struggle with and how can I ensure that I'm consistent with the habit, knowing that the struggle is going to come up, right? So imagining all the what ifs. Okay, so what if this happens? What am I going to do in that situation? What if I am eating at the restaurant and I'm not sure what it is that I should get in that particular case? How am I going to come up with a game plan that ensures that I make a good choice or that I'm continuing with the habit that I committed to? So for example, we're traveling, we want exercise to be something that we're doing throughout our life. The 
plan to fail is really just, okay, maybe you go on your first trip and you weren't able to be consistent with your exercise because you didn't look up the gyms that were around or the exercise facilities that are around. But in the future, you're thinking, okay, so in the future, the better way to go about that particular setting is to plan to fail. So plan to not know where that is, to not know exactly how I'm going to be able to find the gym facility or how I'm going to know what to get at the restaurant. And then coming up with a resourceful way to find the solutions to that, right? Like we wouldn't continually want to fail over and over and over and over. We know we're going to slip up. We know we're going to fail. Plan for it. Know that there are going to be times when you're not consistent with the habit and that is okay. It's how can we take that particular lesson and not have to make the same mistake over and over again, but be able to learn from it and think, okay, next time I'm going to do research in relation to what's available from the restaurants that are going to be there. Maybe you're going to look up the restaurant menu ahead of time and already make the decision about the thing that you want to have that's in alignment for your goals. Or perhaps you're going to look up the gym facility that's going to be in that city and you're going to call and find out how much a day passes and really set yourself up so next time you can look at that period or that setting and be like, hey, I didn't fail this time. I was successful. But instead of allowing those slip-ups, those failures, those times when you aren't consistent with the habit to shake you and derail you, it's that forgiveness with ourselves, that wiping the slate clean, that I know I wasn't perfect this time or this didn't go as well as what I had hoped for and maybe all the things that you weren't expecting to happen just came up and you didn't feel well prepared in the moment. But all of those things are experiences so that you can change it in the future. So I think in the safeguarding, it's imagining the what ifs, the taking the experiences that didn't go that well and not being like, man, I suck. It's taking that instance and being like, you know what? Yeah, I failed last time. No big deal. How can I take this experience and next time go in feeling more prepared, feeling as though I had taken that previous experience and, um, prepared for what that might entail. Next one in terms of creating habit change is finding a distraction tool. So maybe there is something that you need to use in replacement of the bad habit. So maybe every day when you get home from work, you put your feet up and you drink a bottle of wine and that's a habit that you either want to cut back on or you want to replace within your day. So Instead of saying, oh, at five o'clock, I just can't have wine, what can you do to distract or replace that particular habit with something that's positive and in alignment with your goals? So often it's not, what can we take away? It's how can we find something else to fill that time to create the habit change that we are wanting? How can we shift that pre-programming of that habit that we want to drop to then be replaced with something that's positive and more in alignment with our goal. That takes intention. That takes, okay, I'm going to go for a walk during that period of time. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to go do a meditation. How can you reprogram the day so that those periods of time that are automatically the bad habits that you want to drop, how can you replace that with something alternative that is in alignment with what you want most? Okay. And then the last one is a really cool habit change thing that I absolutely love. And that is the beauty of pairing. So when it comes to pairing, it's really, I only do X when I do Y. 
So for example, one thing I love to do is come home. I don't hang my coat up. I don't hang my keys up. I just kind of wet my boots off and throw my coat on the floor. Don't hang my keys up. And it drives my hubby absolutely crazy. He's like, just hang your darn coat up. And I don't know why it's a pre-programmed thing, but it's something that I want to work on because I know it's one of his pet peeves and really I should just hang my damn coat up. So one thing that can work in this particular case is you only do X when you do Y. So the way that I'm allowed to do the next thing for me, which is the thing that I would automatically do next when coming in the door, is if I do the hanging of the coat and the hanging of the keys. So for example, normally on my drive home, I'm already thinking like, hey, when I walk in the door, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. I'm already like thinking, what's the first thing I'm gonna do when I get through the door? That's just the way that my brain operates. So what I do is I make this little deal with myself of like, the why being, okay, I only do this with this. So I have to hang my coat up and I have to hang my keys up to be able to do the why or the thing that I would already naturally be doing. So playing with my son or maybe it's cooking dinner or maybe it's answering um, emails or maybe it's recording a podcast. All of the things that I'm already going to naturally be doing, make this little deal with myself to say, hey, X and Y, they come together as a pair and this really, really helps with habit change. So if there's something in your life that you're really wanting to change, but it's really tough for you to change, I really challenge you to pair it with something that you already are going to do naturally and that can be really, really helpful. So for example, maybe you want to listen to more podcasts. Maybe you want to listen to more audiobooks. Maybe you want to meditate. Maybe you want to have a smoothie every morning. How can you pair that thing with something else that is already happening at that same time throughout the day? And then they just become so married and together that you are doing both things automatically because they're just paired. And that's a really great little brain hack that works incredibly well when it comes to um, habit change. And so I challenge you guys in relation to that. If there's a habit you got to change, that one is my absolute favorite. I found it to be very, um, yeah, very effective with a lot of the changes that I have been resistant or not really wanting to do. All right. And then the last three things I want to talk about is really when it comes to habit change, we need to have, I think, three things that we're looking at as a final thing. So one of them is clarity. One of them is identity. And one of them is environment. Okay. So clarity is really getting clear when it comes to your habits about what you want and getting so freaking clear with it. Like I can't, I can't really say it in any other words other than like clarity, clarity, clarity. What is the habit that you want to achieve? Getting super, super clear on that. It cannot be vague. Okay. Can't be like, oh, I want to exercise more, right? Okay. What is exercising more? Is Exercising more, like I want to make sure that I exercise three days a week. I want to make sure that I'm creating this habit with complete clarity of this is what I'm wanting to happen so that I'm feeling good and in alignment with what I'm trying to accomplish. So clarity is so, so important. This is why I love writing down goals. I love writing down habits. I love really taking the time to be like, hey, I'm going to put some energy and effort into this particular department because I think there is so much power behind getting that clear vision about what it is that you're really working towards. Number two, identity. Okay. Your habits reflect your identity. 
So if you struggle to change a habit, you need to really rethink your identity. So for example, this comes back to that self-awareness component. You may think like, I want to be the person who does X, Y, and Z. Maybe you are not that person. Maybe your identity is not that person. Maybe your magic time or your time when you're supposed to be doing that habit is a totally different time throughout the day and that is totally okay. And maybe the habit that you're trying to pursue isn't in even alignment with the person that you want to become and who you are. Maybe you just feel like you need to do that habit because you think, oh, everybody's doing it. So that's a habit that I should just do. But coming back to this is who I am. This is what I'm like. I'm not not going to run from the person that I am. I'm going to embrace it. And I'm just going to optimize and lean into the self-awareness and that identity about, about who I am. So Maybe you are never going to be the person who works out at a gym. Don't make yourself work out at a gym just because everybody else is doing it. Stay strong in your identity. Maybe you are going to always exercise at home. Maybe you are going to be the person that lifts weights and maybe you aren't. Maybe you are the person that is like likes cardio outdoors. Maybe you're the person who wants to do it indoors. Whoever you are and whatever it is that you are naturally leaning towards, own it be that thing. Go all in on this is my identity. This is who I am. And this is what I do. And just embrace that uniqueness. Because when it comes to habit change, we just can feel as though, oh, there's this person over there, and they're crushing all their habits. They're waking up and they're doing their intentions every day. And they're writing their to do lists. And they're doing x, y, and z. Maybe that is not you. Maybe that is not the system that's going to work for you. Maybe that's not the process that's going to work for you. But it's really sitting back and being like, hey, maybe I need to rethink my identity. So who am I? What is it? Why do I want to even have this habit? Why the hell does this habit matter to me? And coming back to, no, you know what? That habit really isn't in alignment with who I am and what it is that feels best for me. And then environment being the last one here is really... Your habits rub off on other people and their habits rub off on you, okay? So if you're really struggling to change habits and you can see that it's the environment that's influencing the habits, I think it's so, so important to take action, make shifts in terms of the environment that you're around and change it, right? So in terms of what are the habits that people are maybe bringing onto you that you want to let go of, Maybe it is going to the happy hour at five o'clock and joining with a certain group of people who tends to just not be the habit that you want to do in 2019, which is totally a-okay. So take note of the habits from other people that are maybe rubbing off on you because you're spending time with them and be like, you know what? I just need to shift where I'm spending time. I need to shift the people that I'm spending time with because you're acknowledging and taking responsibility for the environment that you're around. You really need to think about that. Who are the people that I'm hanging out with? What are the things that they're doing? And how is that influencing and shaping the direction that I'm taking as well? All right, guys, so that is it for today's episode. Those are some of my top tips to help change your habits this year. I would absolutely love to know what big habits you are working on this year. What are the things that you want to accomplish? What are the habits that you really want to leave in the dust and ones that maybe you're working to develop? can let me know, head on over to my Instagram. That's the best place to connect with me. I absolutely love connecting with all of you guys. Either send me a DM or maybe you're going to post this in your Instagram story and let me know what it is that is the habit that you are working towards. I love connecting with each and every one of you. And uh, 
this has been fun. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I got a couple more big announcements that I'm really, really looking forward to sharing with you guys. So first big announcement is that we have our spring photo shoot that is going to be opening very, very soon. So we do these fitness photo shoots twice a year. It's an absolutely incredible goal to work towards. The fitness photo shoots are really for all ages, all shapes, all sizes really giving you a tool and a platform to share your success and be part of something that is an astronomical movement. The movement of self-confidence, the movement of body love, the movement of, I never thought I could freaking do a photo shoot, but here I am and I am doing a photo shoot and I feel gorgeous. So that is opening soon. We are going to be starting the group for the upcoming photo shoot on February 2nd. So if you were listening to this podcast and you're like, hey, I've seen your photo shoots on social media, or maybe you haven't, and you're thinking, hey, that would be a great goal for me in 2019. I've always wanted to do one. I really challenge you to either fire me off an email, hokeangela at gmail.com, or you can head on over to my Instagram. It's angehoke, that's ange with an E underscore UFE pro. Send me a DM. Let's talk about getting you into the next photo shoot so that you have a really great, fantastic experience, a cool goal to work towards. And it'd be great to chill, hang out with you in person. I absolutely love those interactions. I love seeing you guys. I work so much in the online space. So those moments are so powerful for me, just being able to hug you and feel you and just really see the impact that the entire brand is having on this world. So other than that, guys, I love you. Thanks for hanging out. Here's to an epic 2019. I can't wait to see all of the things that you guys crush and accomplish throughout the year. Until next time. Bye. Guys, I'm on a really big mission here and I want to transform 1 million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a coworker, just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Lots of love. Ange.